Anthony, it's your turn. All right, I gotta think of something witty to say here. <laughs> I just wong it or wing it, wong it. Yeah. Wong it. Yeah, there you go. I'm just gonna wong it. Yeah, wong it. Oh god, here he goes. See, it, you guys just make it too easy. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Recap Live. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony, and I got my good friend here and one of my other hosts, Chris. How are you doing tonight? Doing all right, man. How are you? I'm doing well. And of course, we got we got the man with the plan, the producer and our other host, Paul. Paul, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. How's it going, guys? Good. And last but not last but not least, I know we said it last week, but I'm going to say it again. The new the new father and our other host, Matt, how's it going? Daddy Shipe in the house. No, don't encourage me. How's fatherhood treating you so far? Uh, well, see, I've been pissed on and I got shit on this week. So, I mean, it's been pretty good so far. So, nothing new. Got it. Dude, it was like, <laughs> like it looked like the Matrix because it like just squirted out like in an upward motion. I like went, whoa, and I threw my hand up all over my arm, all over my closet door, got on my floor. My floor stained, looked like poop now. Ugh. Mm. Nice. But other than that, that's, fatherhood's that's been great. great. I love the kid. He, he's dropping his first. Ball. If, uh, you know, Anthony and Chris saw the picture today, he's dropping his first mitts tape coming up. Next. There we go. I don't, Paul, I don't know. Uh, Paul, Paul, I'll have to send you that picture so you can see it. I don't, yeah, I don't even. I was just about to say, yeah, where, where is that on? Is that on Instagram or something? No, yeah, send it to me. Yeah, that uh, doesn't leave me much of a segue here to get into our first topic of the day. But uh, mixtapes. Yeah, mixtapes. And I, I mean, <laughs> we could say teams that are mixing things up, I guess. And let's talk about NFL free, <laughs> free agency. Uh, obviously you, you see a lot of these franchise tags getting put on certain players. Some players might not be as apt to wanting to take it. And other players are telling teams, Hey, don't, don't do it. I'm going to leave. Now you see a lot of, you know, we actually seen some decent trades with players that have been veterans on teams for a while that are going to new teams and, uh, what the impact let's start with that first. And, uh, Chris, I'm going to come to you first before we talk about where we think players might end up or what the, for our individual teams might happen. What do you think the impact is of these franchise tags over the, you know, that they have to the 12th, I think it is March 12th when they can, you know, finally make these decisions on the franchise tags. I mean, obviously it's, it's a major factor for a lot of these teams. Um, one thing that comes to mind right now is Tennessee. Because they have two big free agents, I think, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I'm sure Matt will be the better guy to ask on that. But, you know, you got Derrick Henry, who's probably going to be tagged. But you also want to make sure you keep the guy who pretty much brought the team back to life in Ryan Tannehill um, this offseason. So uh, these franchise tags are really important, regardless of who they put it on. Um, Definitely, obviously, quarterbacks and running backs are probably the priority but definitely these teams are it's a lot of big decisions coming up absolutely matt what do you matt what's your takes T- take the franchise tags first and then i want to continue on with it if you want matt and let's talk about the titan situation because i definitely have some follow-up questions and i know chris i'm sure will as 
as well and being at your team yeah. kind of take us what do you think the franchise tag does in effect for certain teams um i think definitely it showed for the redskins you know those years were Kirk cousins where i mean they were paying them what over 20 million years so it definitely showed that it will affect teams if you keep tagging someone over and over and over uh the cowboys are definitely in that position this year with dak uh, i mean dak. it looks like they're going to franchise dak and then they're going to lose amari cooper which i think really you're franchising you know your star quarterback but then he's not going to have any weapons to throw to uh, in terms of the Titans, I've heard a lot of rumors right now that they're going to franchise, end up franchising Derrick Henry and then try to re-sign Tannehill. Uh, but the big thing for the Titans right now is, is that um, Tom Brady, you know, they said he was on FaceTiming Mike Vrabel with Julian Edelman. Uh, yeah, the Titans have the, have the third best odds to grab Brady. Uh, obviously, you know, there's some connection there between him and the GM, Joe Robinson. Him and the head coach Mike Rabel, but then there's another report saying this is leverage to you know maybe get Tannehill for less money. If I was the Titans personally, I would probably franchise Tad Ryan Tannehill. If you're not going to get Brady, if you know you're not going to get Brady 100%, I would franchise Tannehill. Give him the one year to prove himself before you give him the big deal. And then I mean you you, you almost have to drop the bank on Derrick Henry. Uh, you know I hate people always say you can't spend on running backs, but Without Derrick Henry, this team, this offense doesn't work. It's not the same. Uh, I mean, you saw when they put in Deion Lewis or whatever from time to time, it just wasn't the same offense. But I really feel that um, it's going to, I think it's going to end up being Derrick Henry getting the franchise tag, and they're going to have to go out and get a quarterback because they, they really don't have one. Tannehill's a free agent. Uh, Mariota's gone. So it's going to be interesting. And I tell you what, you know, people ask me at work before the. Would you want two years of Brady over four years, five years of Tannehill? And my answer, and you know, as much as I give Brady crap sometimes, absolutely, I'll take two years of Tom Brady, of Super Bowl contender Tom Brady, over four four years of Ryan Tannehill any day of the week. And I think you're absolutely mad, <laughs> Anthony. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to let you go ahead first because uh, I seem like it seems like I'll be the deciding vote in this, so I'm going to let you tackle it, Chris. Well, I think that's crazy because if you just look at Tom Brady's numbers the past few years, you really think the Titans would even make it in the playoffs this year if it, if Tom Brady was on the team? Yes. No, not, no okay, way. Okay, here's, here's my thing. Here, here's my thing. I want you to listen to this. Who did Brady have to to throw this year besides Edelman? He had who nobody. did Tannehill have to throw? Uh, the second you know, rookie of the year, who probably should have won rookie of the year, uh, Mr. A.J. Brown. You also had Adam Humphreys, who came up big. You have Joe New Smith, uh, Corey Davis, who came up big. I think Brady would have more weapons. None of those players are. None of those players are A-listers, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. AJ Brown's gonna be an A-lister within the next two or three years. So you better watch your. But he, he but he was your mouth. He well, wasn't, how, and he, he isn't how still. Is, how is he not? He had over a thousand receiving yards. Second rookie of the year voting. Should have won rookie of the year. Tell me how he's not an A-list. Tell me. No. Tell me no better way. than any better than any receiver on your damn team. That's true. I'm not saying my receivers exactly. are A-listers either, but I'm saying he's, he's top, Ryan Tannehill was receiver. the reason your team got into the playoffs. No, no, no. Our, no. It, was, it was Derrick Henry who was the reason. I'm Thank loving this. Much. I'm loving this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw my... Uh, was Derrick Henry on the at. team in the first six weeks? Derrick Henry was on the team the whole year. Yeah. Change the quarterback, Derek, it's a whole but new without, team. With, but without Derrick Henry, is... is, is um. Tannehill that effective? Probably not. Well, we'll never know. I, I'm I'm gonna Instead, throw. Uh, will. 
Go I want to join this Sorry. conversation. Go I ahead, definitely, go ahead, no, go I want to join this conversation. I, lo- I love the back and forth. Um, I'm going to agree with, I'm going to agree on somewhat on both. I'm going to lean more towards what Matt said. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I think that Tannehill played very well. And I've told Matt this before, and I don't know if he'll remember this. Even mm-hmm. before he, when he was on the Dolphins, I said, Ryan Tannehill has a big arm. He has the right tools. He just doesn't have the right team. I think when he went to the Titans and they made that trade, I told Matt, I'm like, this is going to be the guy that's going to be the quarterback. I said, Mariota is good, but I've just never been sold on Mariota with the Titans. Tannehill stepped in. He did really well. I agree with Chris. Henry had a little shaky, you know, and even last season, he was really, he did really good in those few games, but he really, you know, set it off in the second half of the season into the playoffs. Do I think Tom Brady on the team gives him a better edge last year? Yes. Do I think the, that they would have necessarily did the exact same thing? I don't know that because, like you said, you know, you look at what Brady's numbers were with the Patriots, but then you look at the numbers of the other guys on the Patriots. Their tight ends, I don't even, I know, you know, I've looked and saw them. You couldn't probably name one of their tight ends. I mean, Benjamin Watson, yes, but he's 39 years old. Matt Lacoste was a guy I remember because he was on the, the Giants practice squad multiple times and had been cut and then brought back. I mean, so it's not like they had, you know, a whole bunch of things and Edelman was banged up all year. So I agree uh-huh. with that. But the Patriots, again, Brady is getting older. Do I agree that Brady gives the gives the Titans a better chance to win next season over Ryan Tannehill? Yes. The question is, what Ryan Tannehill are you getting going forward? Are you getting the Ryan Tannehill we saw last year for the next five seasons if you sign him? Or are you getting the Tannehill that we saw in the Dolphins that was not always as consistent. So that's the big thing that it comes to. Do I think that they should franchise tag Derrick Henry? No, I do not. I think they should just give him a contract and get that over with um, because that's a lot of times, like you said, you don't give the money to the running backs. I get that. You don't need to break the bank, though, either. But franchise tagging him is only going to make it worse because then what? You franchise tag him this year. You franchise tag him again because you can do it two years in a row and then he doesn't do anything. And then Derrick Henry never gets his money because they're going to be like, hey, we got him for two years. And now he's starting to not run like we wanted him to. So I'm glad we didn't make the investment. So it's, it's going to be tough. But then that comes in and let's just jump right into it since we're talking about the Titans, for instance. If they don't franchise tag him and they wait till free agency, they can no longer do the franchise tag, and on the 18th, it's open free agency. So if Brady uh-huh. decides, hey, I'm going back to New England, now that puts them in a little bit of a you know, situation because now Tannehill is in that next tier underneath. You know, Obviously, you have Brady, Drew Brees still. You have to see what he decides to do. Obviously, he's a veteran. You've got to think he's going to stick with the Saints. Uh, Phillip Rivers, another older veteran that people yep. might look at. Tannehill's obviously in that younger, and the same thing with the Cowboys. Did the Cowboys not franchise tag Dak or make a deal? Does he hit the open market? So a lot of stuff comes into play. And is it a safe bet, like you said, for the Titans to franchise tag Ryan Tannehill and secure that no matter what, they have a guy in place for next season? So that's really where it kind of goes to. And then, you know, let's kind of talk it out. Where do you see in a perfect situation or in what situation do you see, where do you see these top guys ended up? So I'm going to just kind of go around again and I'll start with you, Chris, Dak Prescott. Does he stay as a cowboy? And if he does, is he getting franchise tagged or do they work out an extension with him and get him there in the long term? No, I, I, well, first, I guess to answer the first question, I think Dak Prescott stays, um, you know, I think he's pretty much comfortable where he's at, but I don't think he's going to get his long-term contract because I think the last time they even had talks on it, they weren't even close. So I think ultimately he's going to stay on that franchise tag. 
and and to to go off of that again, do you agree with Prescott's? How about this? Do you agree with how the quarterbacks work in the NFL? Not necessarily they're the be- the next best player, but do you think it should always be if, like for instance, Wentz and Goff got big extensions? Do you think Prescott should automatically be like, hey, I'm getting more money than both of them, whether he's better in your opinion or not? Do you think that's how it should work for quarterbacks that the next guy always gets more, or do you think it should be based more on talent as opposed to that? Well, that that's a question that I've I've definitely answered before because. Uh, Matt has asked me that question many times a couple years back when it came to, um, you know, Kirk Cousins. I liked the guy. You know, I think that he was a good quarterback, but I never thought that he was worth the huge contract that he was asking for pretty much demanding. So in my eyes, I, I don't like that system where, you know, well, those guys got a big contract, so I deserve a big contract, too. Um you know, I, I believe that you have to deserve, you earn that big contract. And if you deserve it, you get it. But ultimately, that's the business. You know, and that's that's really just the business. Going back to a comment you just mentioned or a couple minutes ago when you talked about Derrick Henry just giving him the contract instead of, you know, franchising for a couple years. Because ultimately, the market is just going to go up. It's just like real estate housing housing it might dip a little bit and might go up a little bit but in the long term housing house prices are going up the cost of a running back is just constantly going to go up same with the quarterback same with wide receivers you know so ultimately if you can lock a guy down like a derrick henry who is a franchise running back someone you can build a team on you just got to do it um and unfortunately that's that's the market that's the game that we're in now if if someone who is like you said, a Jameis Winston gets a long term big contract, unfortunately that means Dak Pres- Dak Prescott's also going to get a big contract, maybe maybe even bigger, just because of the fact that you know he's on a better tier than Jameis Winston. Yeah, I, I agree, Matt. What do you what do you think, Matt? What's your take on Dak Prescott first, and then you know we'll continue on with other quarterbacks. I don't think he's that good. I think no, he I agree thrives. With you. I think he thrives off a running game because if you saw when Zeke was out, he sucked. <laughs> he's not good. Well, I think and, and, I, I don't want to cut an, you off. He's an he's a quarterback where you need to have some a secondary or another star back him up. Like if Zeke is gone, then the Cowboys will lose four out of five games. If Zeke is there with him, then he can win four out of five. But the thing also is he wasn't really doing much until they got Amari Cooper. Now, if Cooper leaves, who, what do they have, Gallup? Okay, that's you have one guy. He has no one else. If Zeke would go down with an injury, let's say the first week, and let's say Zeke is out for 10 weeks, they'll go 2-8 and eight in those 10 weeks. Yeah, and, and I agree with you on, on some of those points because I think they have to give the money to Dak Prescott. Now, the conversation, like you guys said, is he good? Is he worth it? I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. But do I think he is at the right time, like you guys have both mentioned, at the right time in the free agency where it's like, hey, Allison, I want this kind of money. This is what I'm going to get. And he's going to get it if the Cowboys want to mm-hmm. keep him. Because otherwise they're looking at options where this is one of those situations where I don't agree with everyone's like, oh, well, Tom Brady makes the Cowboys better. Tom Brady's also 43. Dak Prescott's 26. So even yeah. if you get him for two years and you win two Super Bowls, that's it after that. You're back to the drawing board. And that's best case scenario. What team do you think is going to go, you know, two for two and back to back Super Bowls like that? And another great point is if he signs, 
do you really need to keep Cooper? And I say yes, because I think not having that number one receiver for him is a huge difference. He's Randall Cobb. I know they brought him in this year just on a one-year deal, so he's a free agent. So even if they bring him back, you know, that's another some, another spot they're going to have to fill. So I think there's a lot of questions that have to be answered. And I think they have to start with getting Prescott back on the team and then addressing these other needs. Uh, other quarterbacks out there, too, like you, I know you mentioned Jameis Winston. He's going to be a free agent. I mentioned Phillip Rivers. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is another name that's yeah, come up a lot. Another one that's come up. So, you know, uh, even Taysom Hill. I know he's not, you know, you've seen him in kind of like doing those, like that Swiss, you know, Swiss Army knife for the Saints where he'll come out as a tight end. He'll come out as a quarterback. He'll come out on the punt team. You know, he'll do all of these different things for the team. There's a lot of guys that are going to be out there, you know, that you just don't realize. Tannehill, Mariota. What kind of quarterback market are we looking at after maybe such thing? Like, is it going to be one of those things where you think we have to wait to see where Brady goes and then everyone else will kind of make their deals? Or do you see some of these other guys coming off the board immediately and then being like, hey, I'm grabbing Bridgewater first. I want Bridgewater as my quarterback. I think, yeah, I think I think Brady has the luxury of doing whatever he wants almost. I mean, I'm sure the Patriots will let him know early as a courtesy, you know. I feel like he earned that and deserved that courtesy. But I think Brady can just wait it out. Who's going to give him the offer? And he can. I'm sure he's not going to go to the Browns. You know what I mean? Even if they threw him hundreds of millions, you know, the biggest contract in the history of NFL quarterbacks, I'm sure he wouldn't take it. You know what I mean? I think he has full control of what he wants to do and where he wants to go. So I do think the other smaller quarterbacks probably are going to go first not smaller but you know on a different tier of free agency right i think they're going to go first um and then tom brady will probably be in the middle or last no i absolutely i absolutely agree with you on that and i knew exactly what you meant it's not even that you're talking about one of the greatest of all time to play being available in free agency so it's like it's just crazy to even think exactly there's a possibility that he doesn't you know stick with the patriots so matt what do you what's what's your take what do you think Throw me a prediction too, Matt. What quarterback that was on a team last year do you say you guarantee will not be the quarterback? Or And if so, where are they going? I have Bridgewater going to Tampa Bay. Okay. Anyone else? What do you think about that Rivers? Means, that means Jameis Winston's gone, huh? Rivers, I, I think, is going to end up in Indy. Okay. I, I, I agree with Bridgewater. I agree with Bridgewater to Tampa. I have seen that they, that's a strong, and I think that would be great for Teddy Bridgewater um, with that Tampa Bay organization, with Mike Evans and Godwin and Brait and Howard. I think that would be a great spot for him because I, I like Teddy Bridgewater even when he was at Louisville in college. So I would love yeah. to see you know him get another chance because he had something going there in the Vikings before he got that you know that injury that really hurt his career. Yep. Have you guys seen the? Uh... The crazy scenario where Garoppolo and Brady switch teams. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. Yes, I. <laughs> that. Could you imagine? Yeah. If that happens. How much like Belichick really like? And the people were like, "Oh, that's just Quinn." Belichick had to know, like the fact that. And now, not only that, they're saying that there's basically if they trade him or release him before I think it's uh-huh. June first, they would like save twenty two and a half million in the cap. So if they are able to really? move wow. Garoppolo and do yeah. that, that's the thing that a lot of people are saying. And I've heard it, um, you know, on, I've heard other people talking about it because he grew up in, you know, he grew up he, there did. In, he grew up in California. So he would love to probably go back there. And that's a conversation is 
you know, I, I hate doing the what ifs with stuff like what if this happened, what if that happened, because it's so hard because you don't know if they're in the same position, like you said, with the Titans. That's why it's so hard to say, yes, I think on paper Brady gave them a better chance last year, but we don't know that it would have been the same route. We don't know that Brady would have been able to make the plays differently or done something different. Right. Obviously, knowing he's one of the greatest of all time, you assume, yes, Brady makes them better, but you just don't know. People say if yep. Brady's a quarterback over Garoppolo in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs don't get don't come back and take that lead. But, you know, it's hard to say. I think there's a very good chance that we could see Brady in another uniform next year. I think the 49ers and the, the fact that it's being talked about is, is, a, is a good shot because Bill Belichick never wanted to get rid of Garoppolo. So if there's a chance no, he that didn't. he's going to lose Brady and he could get Garoppolo back in a perfect world, he might, he you might do be it. the one to be like, yeah, Robert Kraft, like, you know, talk Make to the owner and be like, I want that to happen. Make it. Yeah, right. do it. We only, we only got it. You know, we only gave up. A, we got a second pick in the first place for him. So it's not like we got like a, you know, a huge amount back. So, yeah, if we can get him back now, let's let's get him back. So mm-hmm. I think it's a real good chance. And that's actually my uh, I think that Brady will be on another team next year. Now, do I know if it's the 49ers? No, I, I think it's down to a couple teams. I know they've thrown other teams out there. But like you said. He's not going to go where the most money's thrown. He's going to go where he's like, that's the team I can win a Super Bowl with. Because he's going to try and win and do it in spite of not having Belichick and vice versa. Belichick's going to be like, give me Garoppolo back. I'll win a Super Bowl and show you I didn't need Brady, that this Mm -hmm. was the guy I wanted. So I think it's going to be, something's going to happen. I think that a lot of, I think he wants to go back to New England. I think, you know, he's like, I want to end there. But I also think Brady's not going to be where he'll be like, hey, you know what? I'll go somewhere else and win. I have no problem doing it. So I'm very intrigued by that on, you know, when free agency opens, but I don't think he's going to sign immediately. I think he's going to talk to his very few teams that he likes. He's going to, you know, he'll probably, you know, he'll talk to his agent, talk to, you know, his camp and who he's talking with and be like, listen, this is the few teams I want. See what we can make happen. You're not going to probably hear much about it. And that's just how it's going to be for that. And it's just going to be really interesting because other teams that might think they're in on him might find out last second. And by that point, other guys might already be off the free agent market. And that's where the draft might, you know, come into place. And what about you, Chris? What do you think? What's your big prediction on a player, a quarterback now? I know, obviously, Rivers, they already said Rivers is not coming back. So we know he's going to end up elsewhere. What quarterback that on, was on a team last season do you anticipate going to a new team? And what team do you think they're going to? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I was actually going to bring up Philip Rivers because I think that he is. I think that he is an underrated quarterback. You know, obviously last year and the past couple of years, I would say he's he's struggled. But I think that he has the talent and the knowledge to, you know, be on a playoff team. Do I think he's going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon? No, I don't think so. But I think that he's got the talent. To, to take a team that's all like close and 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 maybe push them to the edge of actually being a competitor. Um, I, I I know I didn't I actually read that Tom Brady might end up going here, but I would I would think that why not he stay in the West Coast? And I, obviously the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas, but why not? Why not stay in in the West Coast? And I think the Raiders could maybe be a good fit. I'm not sure. Um, you know, I'm not sure what they would do with Carr. I guess they would probably put him on the market. But I think that he could end up being on the, the Raiders. If not, I think the other choice would be the Colts. I think the Colts are a good team that just kind of 
don't have that veteran leadership. I know that uh, you know that Luck retiring out of nowhere was a huge wrench in their plans, but ultimately, some veteran leadership I think could be enough to push that team to the next level. What I was going to ask you, actually, what are the chances? Do you think that Brady just calls it quits at this point? You know, I say if. If the New England Patriots just say, you know, we're going to move on, do you think that he would announce his retirement immediately, or he would field the offers, of course, and just see how see how it plays out? I think no matter what, Brady plays next year, um, even if it's not the Patriots. I don't think he retires, even if the Patriots say, hey, you know what, right at the beginning of free agency, like you know what, Tom, we're going to go other directions. We appreciate what you did, but we're going to go other directions. I think Brady's playing somewhere next season, and I think at least another season after that. Um, I think wherever he gets the deal, it's going to be a two-year deal, and a lot of teams, it's going to be similar. Obviously, I know Peyton Manning was coming off a major neck surgery, and he was a little bit younger at the time, but I think it's going to be similar to that, where it's going to be those couple teams that are he's interested in and are interested in him. Not to say other teams won't be, but it's going to be like, hey, I don't want to go there. It's where I'd want to go, exactly. and he's, and he's going to yeah. make those moves. Now... The question is where, because like you said, you mentioned Vegas. I'm sure Vegas will have interest in Tom Brady, but the question is, does he have interest in going to Vegas? So it's going to be, you know, really interesting because then a lot of these guys, like we said, Matt said, Bridgewater goes to Tampa. Where does someone like Jameis Winston go? Who, yes, he has, you know, turnover issues, but he's shown that he has, he has a capable arm and he can throw for a lot of touchdowns. So where does he end up? Where does Mariota end up? Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that are going to kind of, you know, dominoes are going to fall and then other teams are going to be like, hey, do these guys get a second chance somewhere and do well? The Jaguars are talking about and they want to move on from Foles because they like Minshew to free up cap space. So there's going to be a lot yeah. of options out there and it's going to be really, you know, intriguing and interesting to see what happens because, you know, this is a, there's a lot to talk about. They might not be like the. Oh, this is a you know, this is a franchise changing quarterback, but there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that can play. And could, you know, absolutely make a difference for a team. Maybe not to the point where it's like instant Super Bowl contender, but right. can change the team's, you know, dynamic and maybe bring something new to the table. So I'm very, very interested to see what's going on. And Chris, I want to get, I want to go to Matt real quick, but I want to come back on something else. So Matt, I'm just going to touch it on. Is there anything else you think? Final prediction. We'll talk, I'm sure again, but tonight, final prediction. What do the Titans do? Do they stick with Tannehill and don't bother with Brady? Or you think they address looking into Brady? Is Matt with us? He might have stepped away. He might have. So I guess he stepped away. So I guess we'll have to come back on that. So I'll go to you, Chris, on this one, because this is mm -hmm. one I've heard. And I'm sure you might have heard it being a Redskins fan. Did you hear this thing about Rivera and the Redskins really being interested in Tua and moving on from Haskins already? I, I did. And I think that's just that's that's crazy. I mean, I, I'm not the great. I'm not the biggest like Haskins fan, but. I mean, you've in already invested in this guy, a first-round pick. I mean, I, I guess if you can turn around and get a first-round pick back, it might be worth it, you know? But when you spend a first-round pick, and, and we haven't had a lot of luck with first-round picks, so if, if, if you're just going to go ahead and turn around and sell them for like a third round or, or you know something, like a second and a fourth, I don't know, man. I don't like it at all. But for for... Maybe, I guess, if we move down, you know, we, we sell the second pick, move down to the fourth or fifth slot and, and try to get him there, maybe, you know, depending on what we get for that second round pick. But I think that I think we're in a sweet spot where 
you know, we all know kind of what the Bengals are looking at, and they need a new quarterback. So mm-hmm. I think they're all in on on um, what's his name Burrow. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and I think I think we have to just go with Chase Young. I, like you just have to at the second second pick in the draft, uh, uh, an animal as an edge rusher from Ohio State. You kind of have to take him right there. So I would be perfectly happy doing that. Depending on what we get, if we're going to move down a little bit, uh, you know, if we if we move down a couple slots and get an edge rusher, maybe in exchange, I'd be okay with that. But I, I don't. I'm not ready to move on from Haskins. I haven't seen much, but I'm not ready. It's he was kind of thrown into the fire way too early. I think this past season. Um, so hopefully, a good off season. You know, with brand new coach new system i think you know we'll we'll see what we really get out of this player before we move on from him i think it's too early no and i and i agree with with you 100 on that um i think it's i get the two as a great player but he's got you know mm-hmm. injury issues of of it of his own yeah that he's coming off of you know not just this year but in past years so it's just interesting to see what's going to happen because if they make that move and they go with haskins I mean, and they go with Tua and trade Haskins. Like you said, what are they getting? Are they getting a first right. round pick at and early in the first round or mid first round? Are they holding on and then, you know, only getting, like you said, a second or maybe a third and, and other mid round picks? Because then they're not really getting the value of what they drafted Haskins at. They're not. So it kind of hurts them because, like you said, they get what people are saying is a generational talent and uh, Chase Young. Yeah. And I, I know I've made the joke and I remember I read it somewhere pretty much right after. Um, what was it after the Giants lost to the Redskins? I said Daniel Jones just ensured himself, you know, ten years of being sacked by Chase Young. Yeah. So I mean, it was pretty much that, and I think he was always. Some will say he's probably the best prospect in the draft. Obviously, quarterbacks are always going to be valued at you know, you know, at the top because they changed you know the whole team. If a quarterback plays really well, they can obviously you know get a lot of change a lot of wins and losses as opposed to, yep. you know, one guy on the defense, maybe getting a sack or an interception here. It can help, but not necessarily going to win you game game in and game out. So it'll just be interesting to see. I think the Redskins move is to go with Chase Young, see what Haskins has with a full season, with a new coach, with a new, you know, right. regime, getting some other players. You got to pick, you got picked two in the in each round. So, you, you know, I mean, it's not like you're not, mm-hmm. you have a pretty good pick in, in the second round with pick two, even a third round. You could find some players. You get some guys. I mean, uh, McLaurin looked like a really good receiver this past right. season. So it'll be really interesting to see what they do in the draft. But get that, def- you know, get that defensive end young and get that guy on the line and make some moves. Make some right. moves in free agency. You know, Trent Williams wants to get out of there, so maybe address the offensive line in either free agency or in the draft. And well, maybe trade yeah, him Trent and get Williams some more wants picks. To get out. Yeah. And um, the other lineman that was uh, Brandon Scherf, I think it was his name. I'm, I think I'm sure he's also money. What's up, man? What the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> so definitely, you know, I, I think, like I said, way too early to move on from Haskins. We've got, we've got, we've got guys. We've got Peterson in the backfield. I think our backfield is pretty solid. Um, you know, like you said, we have some talent, some promising talent at wide receiver. We could definitely beef that up if we can. Um, Vernon Davis retired. Jordan Reed retired. So we need some tight ends. Well, Jordan Reed didn't retire. Hold on. Jordan Reed was 
I think has been let go or, you know, yeah, he'd been released and I think he's, he's still released. deciding his future. So, right. He may not be retired yet, he, but he ultimately needs to retire. he's a walking concussion, <laughs> but ultimately we need to address that position too. So, um, get chase young and then next few rounds, address those holes on the line, a tight end at receiver. And I think we'll be set. Yeah, no, I, well, I agree. At, at least making progress, maybe not exactly, set, but we're exactly. making progress. I feel the Giants and the Redskins both. This is a, a big time draft for them because the Cowboys, as long as they keep Prescott, they have Elliott, uh-huh. they have that offensive line. You know, they're going to be the, the Eagles already have Wentz. They both have their franchise quarterbacks in place. Obviously, the Cowboys can change things by not signing Prescott if they end up going another direction. But Daniel Jones and possibly Haskins or depending what, you know, the Redskins decide in the next couple seasons. These are the guys that are going to be up in the and up and coming for that division. Yeah. So it could become very interesting if the right pieces are put into place. I heard a rumor. It was a while ago and it could have been just media, you know, stirring the pot. But there was a rumor that said Tua was interested in, in Dallas, you know. So that would be interesting if if, you know, the contract talks with Dak. It doesn't go well, and they decide to not put the franchise tag on him and trade up and get Tua and move on from Dak. Yeah, and what what do they have to give up to move? Because that's mm-hmm. you're looking at a top five pick, and you know the Redskins yep. and the Giants are not giving that pick up to the Cowboys to help them. At least right. my 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 thinking. I don't think they give it up, especially because top five picks are usually, like I said, cornerstone pieces for your franchise, mm-hmm. and sometimes franchise players, depending on you know who you get. So obviously there's always that risk that the guy doesn't work out, but it, well, you've, you've got the dolphins and lions in, in the top five as well. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. So yeah, now that but, Matt's back, Matt, are you there? Or maybe Matt's gone again, I guess. I don't, I don't I think Matt's just playing, uh, playing magic tricks here or something. I don't know what he's doing. He's I'm here. here. He's gone. Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't get on. I couldn't get off the mute. I'm here. I had a, I had a little, little explosion issue I had to deal with. So, Chris, go ahead. What, uh, Matt, you, we were talking about your Titans. We were talking about the draft. Uh, Chris, what, what do you got for him? What do you want to bring up to him? No, it was, it was, your, it was your question. You know, what, what do you think ultimately The only way the rest of trade Tannehill? that number two pick is if it's for the Dolphins, because Dolphins have three first-round picks they can play with. So, so my you, question— You move down a pick? You move down— Pick and get another first round pick. They move, down, they move down to pick five, I think. Right? The Dolphins have five currently. Yeah, and then oh, I would no. take their. See, I would take one of their other five. picks. I couldn't remember. Three is the Lions, and the Giants are four, and I think the Dolphins are five. Um, because I know they've talked about. I think the Chargers are in the top ten as well, and they've talked about them getting a quarterback. That's where the conversation. If I'm the Giants, at four, I move down no matter what because the Giants don't need. They they need an offensive lineman. There's four offensive linemen that could go in the top 10. I don't think they need to grab that offensive lineman at four. Now, if they're going to go, if Chase Young somehow slips to four because the Redskins decide to go in another direction, then that's mm-hmm. obviously the conversation that's had that you stick at four and take, you know, like I said, some people say the best player in the draft. But I don't see him being available at four. I don't think that happens. So I think the Giants moving down would be a good move. I also really like um, Simmons who plays linebacker for, I think it's, Clem- is it Clemson? Is that right, Matt? Do you know? Hey, can you fact check me on that? I think it's. Yeah, yeah. Yes, right. But he also Clemson. plays other positions. He can play all their places. And the Giants, the one big thing the Giants have since, I can remember since Antonio Pierce really haven't had that linebacker that can make 
those big plays for the defense. So I like his potential too, and I think he'll continue to rise up draft boards as we get closer to the draft. But I think for me, the only pick that I'm really certain on at this moment is the first pick is going to be Joe Burrow to the Bengals. Yeah. That's really the only one I'm certain on. I think if everything stays in place, the Redskins should take Chase Young, and then that's where the conversation starts at three. But again, with what I'm hearing, that there's a possibility they, li- they like Tua, they're not sold on Haskins. I think I agree with you, Chris. you got to give Haskins a little more time. Yes, he might not be the best option, but you really don't know that yet because you didn't really get to see much from him. You saw a very small sample of him last year. They had an offensive coordinator and a coach in place that's not the coach this year. So went through different changes. So I'd love to see with a full season and a full offseason with him being named the starter what Dwayne Haskins can do. So I'm definitely interested in that. Well, the Redskins wouldn't be that dumb team that would take Tua and just screw up their whole franchise for the next 10 years. It all depends on what they do. It all depends on what, if they get Tua, like like, uh, Chris and I were talking about, what are they getting for Haskins? Are they getting a first round pick back? Are they getting multiple picks? Are they just getting like, you saw what happened with Josh Rosen this past year. He was a first-round pick the year before. Pick 10, the Cardinals took him. And what did they get from him from the Dolphins? Mid-round picks. You know what I mean? So it's like nothing game-changing, and you gave up a top-10 pick to get him in the first place a year prior. So it's just that's, that's where it, it changes things. But we, I agree. They don't need to trade Haskins yet. They need to wait. Yeah. I think Rosen was horrible anyway. I mean, he lost his job anyway to Ryan Fitzpatrick. So... Matt, oh, I'm going to come. It's magic right there. That's it. Fitz magic. That's it. He does it every year. He's, and I'm, that's why I think the Dolphins will keep him again next year, whether he's the starter or the backup, depending on who they get in the draft, uh, who's available at pick five. But Matt, I want to touch base on a question I asked before when uh, you stepped away. Uh, we were talking about free agency. We moved on to the draft. We talked a little about that. But I wanted to ask you, I said it was, you know, for today, we were just going to we'll stop talking. I'm sure we'll talk more next week as we get closer to March 18th where free agency opens. Who is your opinion? The Titans at quarterback are going to have who when free agency starts? Are they going to stick with Tannehill? Are they going another direction? What's your prediction? Uh, if Brady's available, I know we talked about it quickly earlier. If Brady's available and it's either Brady or Tannehill, do you go with Brady or are you, are you on the fence? Are you I'm all in on Brady? If Brady wants to come here, I'm taking Brady. Okay. How can you say no to the goat? No, I mean I hear you. I get what you're saying. That's why I wanted to ask you. Now, if you sign Tannehill this five-year deal, right, and say Brady goes back to the Patriots, goes to another team, whatever it may be, and Tannehill ends up not being what you thought he was after last season, does that upset you if you missed out on Brady and went with Tannehill? No, because it just it wouldn't surprise me if Tannehill takes some money and then sucks. I mean, that's normally how it goes. So Derrick Henry resigns. Yeah, Jack Hunter. Hunter. I, I care. Uh, he's gone. You think so? He's in, I, I, that's the thing with free agency. A lot of money. You have to, that's the thing you have to realize. When a player of that caliber gets free agency, like a Conklin, who's a great right tackle, they're going to overpay to get him. You see what happened with the Giants and Nate Soldier? The Patriots let him go. He was their starting left tackle for multiple seasons. Patriots didn't even really put up a fight for him, and now the Giants are trying to get out of the contract, but there's so much you know, dead money because of all the guaranteed money that it would cost them more money to lose him and release him than it would be to keep him. So, I mean, it's, it's a crazy way the free agency works, but I agree. I think Conklin's going to get big money on, on the free agency market as a star right tackle. Who knows? Maybe he'll go to the Giants. 
Yeah, that's what we need. Two two offensive linemen on the left <laughs> and the right side that were paying thirty million plus a season combined. That's what we need. Would it so, surprise you if your team did that? Would it would it be surprising? No, it, it wouldn't. But if they do that, that means that at four they better take that kid Simmons because then they need to get defensive help. I think the Giants' big money needs to go into um, a defense a defensive end. They don't have anyone. They have no pass rush. They have no pass rush this off season. They need a cornerback. I would have loved that they would have picked up AJ Bouye from the Jaguars if it's only going to cost a fourth round pick. I mean, the guy was one of the best corners in the league. And he actually had better than numbers in Ramsey in some stats, and they were playing opposite seems, each other. It seems like the Jaguars season. go on fire sale every three years. They think they, they're good, they, and then they have to go on a fire sale. You know, you know what the problem is? Is that they traded Blake Bortles. They let him go. They should never let Blake Bortles go, the UCF <laughs> product. They would have kept him. They'd be back in the Super Bowl. It's unbelievable. And you, you <laughs> You're kidding, right? I hope no, you're kidding. You, you would have hated it. You know what? You remember that that one year when you were like, "Who's?" You're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Jaguars to be in last place." And what the Jaguars do? Go to the AFC Championship game, and that's what they would have been doing right now. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Where's, where's, <laughs> that's another quote. We didn't talk about it. Where is Blake Bortles going in free agency? Blake Bortles know. is going to the Patriots with Bill Belichick. He's going to his couch. Can you imagine? Imagine that Blake Bortles goes to the Patriots, goes like ten and six, gets a couple wins in the playoffs. Hey, maybe the now. XFL. You never know. Oh, here we go. Look at this. This disrespect on this level. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of the XFL, how's DC the defenders doing? Um, we were two and zero. We took a loss, and then I don't we know. We took what two last big week. losses. We got we two losses. the last two weeks. We suck. So we've normalized two and two. Well, they've just come down to reality of Washington football. You start good and then you play it back to play on your level, which is horrible. Yeah. So I don't know if we, uh, I think we covered a lot on the NFL today. I think maybe we hold the MLB talk till maybe next week. Cause we definitely uh, did a lot of discussion here and I definitely want to do more on free agency and on the draft as we get closer to the draft and free agency being less than two weeks away. But what do you, what do you gentlemen think? Do you think that's a, I think that's a good wrap tonight. I think we did good with the NFL. Yeah, we're yeah we did great. In. Sorry. I wasn't there for most of the guys. I had daddy issues. All good. I don't know if that was Duty the best calls. way to word it. Yeah. I don't know if that was the best no, way to word it. No, yeah. That's not the best way to word it. <laughs> yeah. Paul's, Paul's going to love this when he, when he redoes, when he redoes we, this. We got, we got what you meant. So, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here. I want to say thanks again to everyone for, you know, listening. Uh, this podcast will be out here over the weekend again, like it has been. Uh, we're going to be working more on getting it. So where you can talk to us live and chat with us like we did last week. And we definitely, you know, love the, conversation I had one other exactly the yeah. interaction thank you chris great word i couldn't couldn't think there and, <laughs> that's, and, that's, and that's why we all work so well together you know because we all uh have each other's thoughts ready to go and we love having the conversation love having the debate and i, I love opinions exactly yeah. i love the open discussion tonight there was no uh we were never all on the same page we have similarities but we all had different mm-hmm. ideals about it and i think it was great so matt chris paul anything you guys want to say no, man, it's been a pleasure, as always. And Don't forget to follow us on week. Twitter at Sports Recap Live and Facebook.com slash Sports Recap Live. There you go. Thank you for the plug there. And as usual, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. We'll have the links out uh, in the next couple of days. Check yep. us out. Give us a like. Give us a review. We love uh, any, any kind of feedback we get. So 
on behalf of everyone happening in the next couple of weeks, you know, free agent, uh, like you said, franchise tags, free agencies, March madness, a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. NBA's sure tune in. NBA's heating up. Um, I know there's a big game this weekend that they get the Clippers and the Lakers are meeting again. Uh, spring trainings get starting to get into the swing of things. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. It's uh, definitely a good time for sports right now. And we can't wait to talk again next week and talk about more. So on behalf of myself, Chris, Paul, and Matt, have a good night. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys again here next week. All righty. Take care, everybody. <laughs>